Welcome to Guilty Treasures, a podcast about everything you ever loved and were afraid to talk about. I'm your host, Ann Kern. And I'm also your host, Emily Cardamus. I almost forgot my name. <laughs> Maybe we should just talk about the fact that we're both we're both doing great. I'm literally in a closet. Actually, calling it a closet is, is kind of a generous statement. At a convention, which is appropriate, I guess, from the context of the episode. Yeah, you're in like, what, a freestanding wardrobe? Yes, <laughs> like... yes, I'm inside of the wardrobe. And I'm just doing five million things, but that's fine. You're in a metaphorical wardrobe. one day I'll break free. There should be a clever segue from something about closets or something or wardrobes to... Uh, uh, We're going to go through this wardrobe into a magical land of this episode. (laughs) That works out. So this week we have on, she goes by Sunlight Spells on most social media platforms, but to me, she's my friend Minty and she's an absolute delight, but she decided to talk about vlogging, but specifically convention vlogging, which is is not something that I never knew was a thing until, you know, I started actually seeing her do it. Yeah, I also did not know this was a thing. And I was a little bit concerned when you told me what she wanted to do because I thought that maybe it was going to be kind of like an episode that we already did because we already talked about Cosway. Not that there aren't certainly an infinite number of ways to look at a given topic depending on the person. But I was a little worried. And and I think, in fact, the, the conversation went in some really interesting directions that cover a little bit of the same territory, but but not really. I think ultimately the themes were quite different. Yeah, I think there's a cool overlap between talking about her experience with cosplay, but also her experience with creating these videos and, and how that affects the experiences that she has. And it's a really, I think it's a really neat way to go about documenting these kinds of events. And, and her perspective on it is really cool. So we'll go to that conversation right now. Well, Minty, thank you so much for coming on yeah, and taking time you. to talk to us tonight. Very exciting. If you want to introduce yourself and just like talk about a little bit about what you do and what you brought to talk about today. Yeah. Okay. So my name is Minty. I am a 24-year-old uh, Midwestern cosplayer and uh, cosplay photographer and cosplay vol- uh, vlogger, convention vlogger. I think you mentioned earlier that that's sort of the, se- the, the thing that you wanted to focus on today was the vlogging aspect of what you do. Yeah, definitely. It's a a super cool and weird kind of niche world that is... I don't know. I think it's it's kind of fun to talk about and look at it. So since I am from the, the Stone Ages of cosplay, <laughs> before this kind of technology would have made something like a vlog possible, can you can you tell us a little bit about what is cosplay vlogging? Yeah, sure. So I mean, as an umbrella term, I guess cosplay vlogging could mean a lot of different things. Like some people might consider a makeup tutorial where they have little bits of them talking could technically be like cl- uh, cosplay vlogging or you know, us going out and doing stuff in public and cosplay could be like a cosplay vlog. What I do is strictly convention vlogging as of right now. So when I travel to different conventions and go to photo shoots or take photos of other people or pal around with my friends, I'm just filming bits and pieces of it and vlogging in that way. Yeah, so just like strictly convention vlogging right now. So how long have you been cosplaying versus how long have you been deciding to document it like this? Oh gosh. Well, a lot of my friends have been on the cosplay scene and doing stuff in this hobby for years and years and years. And technically I'm kind of a baby in it. I've only been cosplaying for almost four years now. And I think I started vlogging 
maybe like a year and a half into it. So I haven't been doing it very long at all. And I've been posting them for a shorter amount of time than that because, you know, you have to like fall on your face and be too embarrassed and then finally build up the courage to actually post something like that. So so were you so you were taking these videos and just like not post it? Were you just keeping them for yourself then beforehand? Yeah, I, th- I think a big part of even now I vlog and do videos so I can look back on it myself. But I think that in the beginning, I was just kind of too embarrassed and too scared. Because I think everybody when they're starting like YouTube, or probably you guys can relate with doing like a podcast and like putting yourself out there like that can be a nerve wracking thing. And I'm really a shy person. Like I can be a pretty shy person unless unless we're pretty good friends. But <laughs> yeah, so I feel like that was kind of what was holding me back was more so feeling shy and being like, Oh, I'm gonna put this video out on the internet. And people are gonna be like, you guys are dumb or you guys aren't funny this is stupid (laughs) (laughs) or thinking like who is even gonna watch this stuff that's a big thing yeah that was a big initial fear what inspired you to start doing vlogging like specifically cosplay vlogging in the first place was this something that you know there was a there was a community for that you were already familiar with did you sort of have the idea and then find out there was a community can you talk a little bit about uh where the idea came from in the first place sure so i mean as a person with my friends in the past and with my family and everything else um I am always one of those people that is going to want to sit down and be like, hey, do you remember when this funny thing happened? Or like, you remember this hilarious conversation we had? Or like when so-and-so fell and busted their ass? Like, you know, like stuff like that. <laughs> um, I've always kind of been that kind of person and always wanted to reminisce on really fun times that happened. And I just felt like that was kind of naturally going to be a good thing. So like in middle school, I bought myself a digital camera. I started making all sorts of videos And I was kind of vlogging before I even knew what vlogging was and doing a bunch of short little video clips of like our school trips or funny things that my friends would say. And I feel like doing that and watching those moments back, it's almost better than just sitting around and talking about it for me. And so once... I was making videos like that. I was looking on the internet and on YouTube for other people making similar content. And I was just like, oh man, like vlogging, that's a thing. That's super cool. And then, you know, I deserted my original YouTube channel because I got into high school and I was like, that's embarrassing. I'm not doing that anymore. (laughs) I was acting a fool (laughs) on the internet and that's going to be there forever. And that's kind of when, you know, everything was blowing up and getting super, super popular. Like YouTube vlogging was getting super popular. And um, when I was getting into a lot of anime and a lot of cosplay stuff I kind of was you know researching looking around trying to figure out more about the community uh, because it is kind of a niche thing and you want to learn more about it before you dive in and I found a lot of people making kind of similar videos to the ones that I used to make except for you know better production and all that stuff (laughs) not not being an embarrassing 12 year old but um yeah I kind of found all these people that were making content and going to conventions and I thought it was really cool that they could show off their passion and other people's passion in that community by vlogging and I guess it's it's something so simple that it never crossed my mind until I saw other people doing it and I was like hey I like making videos I like cosplaying I like my friends like yeah <laughs> duh it was, it was more so like a kind of like a no duh moment like why aren't you doing this it's like the invention of the peanut butter and jelly sandwich exactly Wait, i could like, put these God. two things together why haven't we been doing this the whole time exactly <laughs> i guess in a, a big long roundabout way 
I kind of circled around dancing around like making videos and kind of vlogging until I really pulled the trigger and started just going in and diving in headfirst and doing it. So you mentioned like, you know, some people might do these types of videos where they're doing their makeup or, you know, this, that or the other thing. Uh, What is it about specifically doing it around conventions that appeals to you? I think the big part of that is that conventions are probably my favorite part of cosplay. They're just... It's just like this huge convention hall full of, you know, nerds. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even I don't even know how to say it. It's just like um, there's a different energy at conventions and mm-hmm. it's cool to see people having fun. And I always have a blast at these things. And, you know, like I said before, we'll always sit around and be like, hey, do you remember at OhioCon like 2017 when this thing happened? And at every con you're making these distinct memories with these people and sometimes it can be influenced by like what you're wearing or where geographically you're at yeah so I, I just feel like conventions are really weird and sometimes uncomfortable and hilarious <laughs> and exciting and you kind of never know what you're gonna see because it's not like you're the only one there or your friends are the only ones there there's so many people and so you never know what you're gonna see and I feel like that's what excites me most because I don't, I don't really know what the vlog is going to entail until we just go out into the convention hall and do it. Right. It's kind of like an in the moment. Like, it's like not already, you're already in the moment, but now it's like even more, it's almost like even more in the moment because you're creating a thing with it. Oh, yeah. Um, which is very nested. Yeah, it's, it's fun. So it's completely spontaneous for you that it's, it's kind of, you know, so you're not, you're not going out into the convention thinking, well, I, I know these things I'm, I'm going to do and I think this might be interesting. I mean, are, are you thinking at all about that, about what kind of things you want to get footage of or how you might edit it? Or is, are you making all of those decisions in the moment or afterwards? So I feel like with other creative outlets that I have and have had that I'm very much so an intuitive kind of creative. And I feel like I have to be inspired by the things that are currently happening. So I mean, if I was doing like a photo shoot, I can have a rough idea and be like, I want to shoot like an angel girl, but I'm not going to get out there and be like, I drew up these storyboards and we're going to do everything like I drew it. Because one, like I can't draw, that'd be terrible. And two, <laughs> like I have to, I have to kind of feel the energy of the space and feel the energy of the other person. And I'm much more of a creative that thinks this is a collaboration between me and someone else or me in a space mm-hmm. or me in an environment mm-hmm. or a situation. And I think I, I don't really script much of anything that's in the vlogs, really. I'm just kind of waiting for things to happen or catching people saying something strange. And, you know, now that my friends are much more used to me vlogging, I feel like almost like they're just buffing their material up, like they're stand-up comedians (laughs) or something. They're like, oh, wait, check this one out. And a lot of the times that is what happens is they'll be like, hey, Minty. And then, you know, and then we just start rolling and they say whatever it is they're going to say. Did it take some convincing initially to to let them be? Did they did they have to like get a pitch from you about the fact that you were filming that they just sort of expect that you were going to be and that it might wind up in a vlog initially? Was there any sort of, um, you know, hesitation from your friends about it? Well, I mean, I was straight up when I told them, I was like, hey, uh, I kind of want to start convention vlogging, but I'm kind of shy and I don't I don't know if mm-hmm. I would make an interesting video uh, and All of my friends are makers themselves and creatives themselves and were very warm and inviting to it. 
you know? And I think it's, it's pretty similar, if not scarier, to be on a video than on a photograph. And most of my people that are in my vlogs, I've photographed before, which, you know, does take initial, I don't really want to say convincing, because it's not like I'm like, hey, I'm going to take this photo of you against your will. <laughs> 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 but, but um, you know, being on camera is weird. It's just, it's weird. Yeah. Right. yeah. And even if you're like, I'm going to be myself, it's still like not 100% super genuine, because you're aware that there's that camera there. Like, you're on camera. It's weird. Uh, so I, I wouldn't say it took any initial convincing. If anything, they more so had to convince me to do it. I was just, it was a scary thing. They were warm. They were good. But it, there was some uh, some warming up on their part that had to be yeah. done because they're just like, oh man, I don't want to sound stupid. And now we're all just like, yeah, we all sound stupid and it's fine. <laughs> very cinema verite yeah (laughs) did you notice other people doing uh like vlogging at conventions before you decided to start doing it or was this kind of more like how you described that sort of just combination of interests or have you or like did you see other people like sort of in the moment doing doing this type of thing i think realistically in these years that i've been going to conventions i think i've only Mm -hmm. seen people vlogging like four times (laughs) like total four times total I don't see it, but then vlogs will pop up and I'm like, when were you doing this? Like, I don't, I don't really see people out there doing it, which is, Mm -hmm. which is strange because I know that there are some people doing it. I mean, granted, not a whole bunch. I mean, probably if you went to super huge conventions like Anime Expo and stuff like that, maybe you'd see it a little bit more, but I I don't know. I I don't see it often a whole lot. I just saw it online and was thinking that I could get some inspiration from that and maybe channel those people's courage and do it myself. Yeah. Do you have, I'm actually, so to me, I will admit this is a setup um, to some extent <laughs> because I really want you to talk about that time, that time you vlogged and you didn't have a wig on because that is maybe <laughs> my favorite thing that I've ever watched. Um, oh no. Have you ever had like moments that were enhanced because of the fact that you were vlogging? Oh, absolutely. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think a lot of it is funnier and made funnier because I'm like, man, I just filmed you saying that. Or like, (laughs) you know that I was just vlogging that. And I was Mm -hmm. bald for like 10 minutes and we're running around the Kalahari and it's crowded. Like, you know, like, obviously. I mean, that situation, those things that happened that we were talking about, they did happen. They really did. And I really was embarrassed. And I, I think I think you're gonna need to provide some context okay. on on what okay, exactly okay, that okay. was. So what so what happened was we were at Colossal Con, super crowded con, super popular con, mm-hmm. just this summer, and I was cosplaying with my buddy Alex, who was on your show, you know, <laughs> plugging Alex, and I was borrowing a wig from another friend who was not staying in our room, so I had to go and retrieve said wig because she got tied up in something else, and the initial plan was not that. The wig was supposed to be brought to my room because, you know, I'm just chilling there, totally yeah. in cosplay minus the wig, so I'm bald. I'm just in a, like, bald wig cap. You know, full makeup, huge eyelashes, like a swimsuit, I'm wearing a bikini, and I'm bald. Like, it's just, it's it's terrifying. Because um, that look, that look just does not come together really fully until you put the wig on. If you, <laughs> if you are sitting there in your cosplay makeup and just a wig cap, like, you, you look terrifying. Like, I don't care if you're Yaya Han, like, you look so scary. <laughs> so, like, you put that wig on and then you're like, yes. I am the waifu now, or I am the husbando now. But it doesn't happen until the wig. So, yeah, we had to run up to get that wig. And we found out that my friend, 
that the wig belonged to was staying on the other side of the hotel. And the Kalahari, if you've never been there, is a sprawled out, wide sort of location. And when I say it was on the other side, like we took a hike to the other side of the hotel in this crowded convention. I'm pretty sure it was on Friday. And that's when everybody <laughs> starts showing up. It was like 12, 1 p.m. And we had to go directly through the crowded lobby. And I was bald. And vlogging and screaming. So, of course, I'm, like, doing everything possible that could draw attention to myself. In a bikini with, like, glitter. And I'm like, yeah, everyone's looking at that. <laughs> so, yeah, like, obviously by that by itself, that's pretty hilarious. But I have the whole thing on film. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> And that makes it that much funnier to me. I think we will have to link this on our Twitter. <laughs> I will. I, I will. certainly have to see it personally. We can't, we can't just tease oh, this and, and not share it. Oh, man. I Well, you know, the best part was we get out of the elevator and there are a bunch of cosplayers. They are maybe like ages 18 to like 20 something. And they all started chanting at the same time bald 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 and like like you can't make that up i was just like oh my god now that's one moment of that day that i wish that i had filmed but i didn't because i was actually uh running around trying to keep a low profile and being absolutely the most embarrassed i've ever been in my whole life <laughs> yeah I, I was gonna say for someone who describes themselves as being very shy and very withdrawn you've you've sort of then and granted i know you said that it kind of took some convincing from your friends to really get into this but you sort of picked the the I'll call it a hobby or, or a practice that is uh, draws literally the most attention to yourself. Oh, I know, right? It's terrible. It's like, so, so I'm what the, what the hip kids call an ambivert. So I teetered that line between being an extrovert and introvert. And uh, there are some ways where, some ways, some days where it's really leaning one way or leaning the other. And I have no problem talking to friends. I have no problem even talking to strangers. It's just kind of that, do I always want that attention? Probably not. Did I choose something to where I don't have a choice? Yes. <laughs> and I have no one to blame but myself, and that's okay. It was the same way in school growing up when I did choir, I did theater. And I feel like doing theater is probably the way that it's even possible for me to vlog at all, because it's almost like putting on a mask mm -hmm. and being like, this okay, Minty, the actor, <laughs> you can do this, man. You can do it. Was there a specific turning point that you remember that you were already vlogging, you were already mm -hmm. recording this mm -hmm. stuff because you wanted it for yourself? What happened that made you ready to post it? Was it just your friends encouraging you? And and also I'm curious about, you know, now that you have posted things and you say that sometimes you think about like a moment like you were just talking about and you think, oh man, this is the most embarrassing thing and it's on film. Do, do you get something positive that you didn't get before now that you are sharing it with other people? Yeah, I think... I think it was the first time that one of my friends watched my videos and was like, hey, man, that was really good. Like, that was really funny. And I was like, mm -hmm. oh, OK, so it's not just me that thinks it's funny. Rad. <laughs> Sick. Because that's a real possibility. It's a real possibility to make something and you are the only one that thinks it's good. Mm -hmm. not, e not even saying like quality wise that like what I put out is good content or like, you know, high production mm -hmm. value because like my editing is is lackluster or whatever. But it's. It was really cool the first time to have somebody be like, hey, the thing that you made, that was cool. So I feel like that gave me a little bit of what I didn't have before. I'm curious because I know you also, you mentioned you do photography and I'm familiar with your, your photography work, mm -hmm. both sort of traditional photographer and as a cosplay photographer. How does that compare 
in terms of like I guess like your creative output or or how you feel about it like it uh, to vlogging well sometimes it it almost feels like a separate entity because Mm -hmm. it's minty behind the camera and then minty in front of the camera because behind the camera it's it's not about me not at all right and I'm trying to like I said before like a collaboration with the subject to make them look good them look strong them look beautiful like whatever the goal is you know like it's not about me it's about like what I can do for them and when I'm in front of the camera that's just it's almost like a whole other what is the word that I want it's it's satisfying in a different creative way, I guess. Not saying that I don't have fun with photography, but it's it's just it's a, it's they're both fun, but they're different ways that I can express myself or express different sides of myself. Yeah, there are some there are some aspects that I I can't bring into photography and trying to make people look good, you know, like running around in your in your wig cap or <laughs> <laughs> or almost falling down a flight of stairs after having a drink at an anime convention, you know. I <laughs> Do you know? just, yeah 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 it's, it's just different it's it's me but different it's a little multifaceted it's a little it's just a little different since you are kind of constructing reality to some extent or cur- curating reality i think mm-hmm. is a better way to put it sure when you're you're filming what you choose to film and then and what you choose to edit and leave in um after the fact do you do you find that you focus the most on comedic kind of things that that's what you want to document the most? Are you trying to get a little bit of everything? What what are you trying to convey, do you think, when, when, you, when you edit? So editing is kind of a mixed bag because I don't really exactly know what the day will give me, you know? Mm-hmm. Sometimes mm-hmm. Yeah. events happen. Like there's a part in my OhioCon vlog from this year where I lost my phone and then had this big crazy thing where I had to go to Lost and Found and then we couldn't find Lost and Found. It was actually like really scary. 21st century problems, you know, first world problems. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was really scary. And so that wasn't something that was like super funny. But I'm like, yeah, that, that was a thing that happened. And that's a thing that I'm going to remember about this con. So I'm going to leave that in, you know. Is it sprinkled and garnished with stupid jokes? Absolutely. (laughs) So I feel like, I I genuinely feel like maybe, maybe it is kind of comedic because I can't help it that I surround myself with really hilarious people. (laughs) Those are just the kind of people I like. I like people with good senses of humor. I like remembering funny things that make me smile because I like to smile and laugh and so maybe it is comedic. I'm not I'm not quite sure. Even the sad parts or even the, the parts that aren't so fun or aren't so glamorous. I feel like we're still trying to keep it lighthearted because it's a space where we're supposed to be going and having fun and kind of forgetting yeah. reality yeah. for a bit. Do you find that it that it helps you process those kinds of bad moments like in the moment or, or after the fact? Like does it does it help you see their context in in this fun environment and keep it fun? Because I mean, I certainly know when I was in cosplay that it could fairly frequently verge into being really competitive and really serious mm-hmm. and people crying in hotel rooms, you know, oh, God, because yeah. emotions <laughs> run quite high for better and for worse. Does vlogging help you maintain a good attitude, do you think? Absolutely. Because, I mean, let's be honest, anything at a convention could be a tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> it can. It really can. Like you're not getting enough sleep. People are up all night and you're partying and having a good time. And, you know, you're changing outfits all the time. Like it, it, 
it's by nature, if you're doing it, like a lot of my friends and myself are doing conventions where you're changing a lot and staying up really late and waking up really early and going to photo shoots. And sometimes you're forgetting to eat like by nature, that is uncomfortable. I feel like maybe that is trying to bring some sunshine into it and bring some smiles into it. And I think that it does help me sometimes when I'm like, oh man, my lenses have been in my eyeballs for 20 hours and I've been, (laughs) you know, like smelling like confunk and BO all day and I'm mad and I'm hungry. I feel like maybe it does help in those moments. Keep it a little lighter. Keep me a little nicer. (laughs) Yeah, because I I was going to ask in those types of stressful moments, did you find yourself being the the person to try to break the tension beforehand? Or or was that something that you feel like kind of came in tandem with the starting to vlog and, and document these things? Okay, so I'm not trying to get super into horoscopes right now. But this, this is the truth right here. So <laughs> I, I'm a Libra. And I'm very much so a Libra. And I hate conflict. And I hate uncomfortable situations. And I hate confrontations. And I will always try to keep the peace in any situation. And I'm a people police and I'll try to make people happy and my friends happy when they're upset. So I just feel like that's probably inherently always been a part of me and I'm always trying to help people even at conventions because like I said, like it can be uncomfortable and I've I've been uncomfortable and had my friends go through uncomfortable situations and I I feel like I've, I've probably always been like that. I wonder when you're trying to explain what you do to anybody else, which my experience as a cosplayer was at least once in a while, it, it did come up that you had to tell somebody, is a vlog a thing that you show people who, who are not part of your cosplay community or your convention community? Um, hmm. You know, well, kind of, because there have been instances where um, I'll be like, hey, mom, you want to see this? It's hilarious. Or like, <laughs> <laughs> and she's and she's a good sport. She's a good sport. Uh, mostly it's been like like family members or um, yeah. I've had a couple people at work, which is kind of weird uh somehow like find what I was doing yeah but but not really mostly I just kind of share it on on my social media and stuff like that where people are into similar things and and stuff like that I haven't really had to be like hey businessman on high street (laughs) do do you want to watch me run around in a wig cap and with my friends (laughs) like no probably not At least not yet. What's the reaction that like you have when people who because like I think there's a, there's a sort of difference when a friend is like, oh hey, I really like that thing you made or that thing you mm-hmm. made was really funny versus someone you don't know tell you that that vlog was really hilarious. Do you react differently? Like how does that feel? Yes, there are about ten times more tears. Um, <laughs> it's it's happened to me a couple of times. Uh, I've had some really nice commenters on videos. Um, just at MatsuriCon in August, I had a cosplayer come up, and at first they recognized my friend Allie because if you've ever seen Allie, you would know who she is. Like it's not one of those I wouldn't know you from Adam situations. Like this is a almost <laughs> six foot tall person with a very distinct face that is just like kind and radiating this like warm energy. So like you know who she is. So this person comes up and they're like, oh my gosh, Allie, I really love your cosplays and stuff like that. And stuff like that makes me emotional. Like when my friends are getting recognized and like having people say nice things to them, I'm like, yeah, like I agree. Like you're the best. And then I'm just like there with this person, just like fist pumping, you know, like, oh my God, let's talk my friend up. Um, And then she, she turns to me and she's like, 
hey, I watch your vlogs. And that's all she said. And I literally like looked at Allie. Of course, it was Sunday of a con and I was exhausted. And I started crying. I was just like, sure. <laughs> like, didn't, like, yeah, like, didn't, like, didn't even say anything back to this kid. And I was just like crying. And Allie's like, uh, I think she's just like really uh, emotional and really grateful. <laughs> like she makes these because she thinks that they're funny and wants to watch them herself or like wants friends to watch them. So I mean, like, I, I feel like because I'm making it for me, and because I'm making it for my friends and so we can look back and be like look at what we've done when other people that aren't in that immediate circle are saying these things to me it's, it's really special and I can't I can't really describe that it touches my little heart do you have Im- ambitions for your vlogs beyond what you're doing right now especially when something like that happens when someone who you don't know comes up and says I'm I'm interested in this thing that you're making like do you do you think about trying to get it in front of more people? Like, do you want to go somewhere else from where you are right now? Uh, see, that's that's hard, especially with the climate of YouTube and how it is and, yeah, yeah. and you know, like algorithms of social media and stuff like that. I think that a big thing for me, I mean, it would be cool to share this joy and these fun moments with people, with a lot of people. I I think it'd be really exciting to share these positive things with a lot of people, but I would be afraid myself when I would start looking at it as something other than just something that I do because I enjoy it or something that I do just because I want to watch it. Like if I feel like personally... I'm like, I need to make this with the goal of having everyone see it. I'm afraid of it becoming not fun. Not saying that there isn't a positive spin on that. There could definitely be a positive spin on that. But I think because I've been doing it for such a short amount of time and how it still feels like my little baby, you know, I'm not sure. I don't know. I mean, like, it would be really cool, but also really weird if, you know, I just went to like Kroger and somebody was like, hey, me and my mom watch your vlogs. (laughs) (laughs) and me being me i don't know if i could handle that (laughs) you could never go back to that kroger ever again no because then they'd all just start chanting bald bald when i walk in (laughs) this is not happening it's kind of veering off but you've periodically because i've watched i've watched your vlogs and they're very good um there are some times where you've given other people the camera in order to typically when you're doing photography and Mm -hmm. you're like so you're not behind the camera anymore or i guess in front of the you're in front of the camera but not directly in front of the (laughs) Vlogging is weird. Um, Vlogging is weird, dude. How do you react in the situation where, like, you're not the narrator anymore, basically? Because I think most of the times you're the person who is sort of the host of the show or of what's going on. And and when someone else takes the camera, how do do you react to that? Oh, I love it. I love it. It, One, it gives me a break. Two, (laughs) like, yeah. I don't have to worry about being like, oh my God, everybody's getting annoyed by this voice. Two, I love, because I don't watch the clips at the con, I love going back and editing and being like, listen to what Alex was saying while I was vlogging. Like there's one part in the Colossal Con vlog from this year where she's vlogging me doing a photo shoot and she's just like rapping Missy Elliott. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I, like I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what they're going to do. And like <laughs> Allie is just so cute. And when she takes the camera, she's saying silly stuff. Yeah, I don't. I, I think it's fun because it gives them more of a chance to interact because I'm like, this this shindig's about us anyway. This is about you saying hilarious things. And I, I just think that that's cool. I really like it. Yeah, it's, it's pretty rare to be able to get a perspective on a lived experience that was not your own. Oh, yeah, see, exactly. Like, how they were seeing you in that moment. That's really cool. And also weird. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it is really cool. It creates almost more of a collaborative experience mm-hmm. rather than just you know you heading the the ship the whole time oh absolutely do you 
uh, you know what? There was a again. I've, I've lost it. I'm not on my game. Today, do you? Apparently. Do you, Mindy? Do, <laughs> do you? you Sometimes. Really... <laughs> Actually, no. Okay, I, I do have a question because okay. I so I for a weird spurt also tried to 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 vlog. Okay, like when I was a freshman in college. I don't talk about it very often because they were bad. Um, I feel like that's the norm for people. <laughs> Like, like, there are so many more people than we think that have, like, tried to do this thing, and then they watch it, and they're like, nope, delete, no one's ever going to see that. (laughs) Yep. What helped you get over that initial hurdle of, like, hey, I'm kind of awkward in front of a camera? Like, Mm -hmm. did you have that moment where you felt like you were awkward in front of the camera and then, like, got more natural about it? Or did you feel like because of who you were with and what you were doing, it was a little more of a natural jump? Well, first off, I wake up every damn day and know that I'm going to be awkward. There's like, there's no helping that. You can, you cannot put a bandage on someone's bleeding stump of an arm and hope that it'll help. <laughs> like, you know, you got to work with what you got. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm like super polished or, or anything like that, but I feel like you almost kind of have to fake it till you make it because sometimes I'll go into a con and I've been doing this for a couple years now and I'll be like, oh man, I'm kind of nervous, you know, like right now you can't even see me and I have like sweaty palms and I'm like, I'm kind of nervous because I'm awkward when I wake up. I know this. Like, <laughs> So I just, I feel like I'm very much... So a fake it till you make it kind of guy. I really believe that if you just keep at it and keep plugging and keep plugging, that eventually you'll be more at home with it and you'll be more comfortable. And especially when you stop trying to compare yourself to other people doing things and just kind of do you in the moment, then eventually it's you're just you're going to be more comfortable with it and you're going to be more comfortable with yourself. Have you found that that cosplay has helped you with that either on the camera or off of it? Absolutely. Yeah. I think that that goes back to when I was in theater because in school, I was extremely shy. Like I didn't talk to anybody if you weren't in my circle of friends. So theater really helped me break out of my shell. And I think part of it is um, is putting on a mask in some ways, air quotes, mask. And sometimes that's like a princess outfit when you're doing Cinderella. Or like sometimes it's a full suit of armor. Like, I don't know, when you're at an anime convention. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, I, fe- I feel like cosplay can definitely make people brave. And I feel like it makes me a lot more brave than maybe just me on a Wednesday being me i'm curious do you have a favorite like moment that you've ever captured on on one of your vlogs i don't think that i can ever say that i have a favorite because i feel like it's always changing with every new convention and with how frequently i go to conventions and how much stuff happens and how much content i get at every con i feel like it's always shifting it's always the next moment and i'm always excited about what's going to happen next and and then it's really cool because you have all this content and then you can look back and and rewatch something from a year ago and then be like oh no that was my favorite moment like that's hilarious that's way better <laughs> than what i just filmed you know i feel like it's always changing and and that might be a good thing but man, there was this one point that was pretty good, though, that I remember where we were at MetsuriCon last year and there was a bachelor party going on. <laughs> but we didn't we didn't initially know that we're walking back from Mongolian barbecue. And so we're on the streets and they're at a stoplight. I think it's like a stretch Hummer limousine or something like that or just a stretch limousine. I can't really remember. And there is a guy standing up out of the sunroof of this limousine thing and he's drinking what looks like a gallon of sweet tea (laughs) and he just has this huge yeah exactly and he just has this like huge beard like this mountain man beard and we were like what's happening like screaming at this guy 
because we're just like yeah because you know whatever like we've had some alcohol we're stupid like we're already dressed up like anime characters let's just let's just go the full extra mile and we're just like what's going on this guy's like we have the bachelor party and i don't know why like but we just started all screaming like Whoa! And then, you know, there were some other things screamed that I eventually cut out of the vlog because they might have been inappropriate. But um, (laughs) but that's that's one that sticks out of my mind. But there's honestly a lot of gold there. There's something about being able to capture those moments and have them Mm -hmm. and and really because there's something different about being able to look back at them, I think. Oh, definitely. Um, Really reflect on them in that in that very almost like third person way of of watching it. Mm hmm. Un- unfold again yeah i always like i also like all of the interactions that we have with you know we call them in the cosplay community air quotes again normies like every time that we interact with people that are just people that's always good and i'm glad that i'm vlogging those times do you have any moments uh, at one of these conventions that really sticks out in your mind that you were not vlogging and you really really wish you had been i feel like there has to be it has to be a yes but what specifically yeah, I mean, yeah, there's definitely stuff that people will say and I'll be like, oh my god, I didn't even get that. Like, you know, they could just say like an offhanded joke or something like that. Um, it happens literally every con. And maybe that's why I can't come up with a specific instance. But it happens all the time because I they're just so funny. Like, my friends are so funny. I'm like, I don't know when they're going to say something. I just have to pray that I'm going to get it. I work so hard. <laughs> Do you have like a, a convention that you would really like to go to, to almost specifically to vlog? Like sort of like the thing of like, oh, I want to go here because I know there's going to be a lot of interesting people here or they're, sure. they're, there's like some really exciting attraction going on. Or is it just kind of like, hey, wherever you end up going and, and, and that sort of thing? Sure. So I really want to vlog at Katsukon, which happens in February in National Harbor, Maryland. It's absolutely gorgeous. The convention is beautiful. It's held in a gorgeous space at the Gaylord um, Convention Center Resort Hotel. It is a con that a lot of people go really, really all out for with cosplay. You see the most beautiful things. You see things that people have worked on for like years or all year or something just to wear it to Katsukon and wear it in this venue. And the partying is rad. The people are rad. It's crowded. Things are weird. I tried to vlog at this year's Katsukon but I kind of abandoned it halfway so it's kind of almost I want to redeem myself and Mm -hmm. actually vlog it and actually have enough content to make a full vlog because right now I just have kind of snips and clips that couldn't really make anything cohesive because I you know gave up on it during the weekend because I was a little overwhelmed so I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna take a stab at Katsukon when it comes back around well I hope you I hope you make something good you'll you'll make something good I know you'll make something good I hope you make something um (laughs) Make something of yourself. (laughs) No, I know, I know what, whatever you will make will be very funny because you are a very funny person. I surely hope so. And I appreciate it. (laughs) So you, you started vlogging when you were in middle school and you gave it up and you picked it back up. If you, I'm not going to ask you how you would pitch this as a concept to somebody who hasn't tried it, who you don't know. How would you go back and pitch it to yourself and say, this is a thing that you should try because I think that you would like it and that you would get something out of it? Oh, sure. Okay. So I think a big thing that I would tell myself would be, hey, so uh, in a couple of years, being a dork, being a nerd, it's kind of (laughs) cool. So 
So you don't have to feel too bad about it right now. There's no shame in being awkward or not being the best at a skill technically, or maybe not always being everyone's idea of funny or everyone's idea of good. And everybody goes through stages of being awkward and uncomfortable. I feel like I would just tell myself to keep taking a crack at it because I'm going to, you know, everybody's going to improve with more, um, the more that they try their hand at something. And I, I would tell myself that I'd be like, hey, you will get better and you're going to understand how to actually, you know, sync your audio to your clips and, and <laughs> not do wipe transitions and, you know, try to do slapstick comedy because it's funny. You know, like you will, you will make it. But I feel like that's just my message to middle school me in general, you know, I feel like you won't always be this painful. <laughs> Well, Minty, thank you so much for uh, coming on and and sharing this with us and sharing your time with us. Oh, thank you. You are a radiant human being. And (laughs) I'm glad that you get to share that with people. I'm blushing. <laughs> where where could people find you on social media or any anything you want to plug? Um, this is your space. Right on. Cool. So I'm probably the most active on Instagram, and that's going to be at Sunlight Spells. I also have a Twitter under the same name, at Sunlight Spells. And as of October 2018, I now have my own custom URL on YouTube, so you can check out my vlogs over at www youtube.com slash sunlight spells you got that vanity url yeah i sure did that's (laughs) dude i got it on my birthday yeah that's 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 so special that's a big accomplishment yeah i pretty much have like over 100 (laughs) subscribers so (laughs) ready for youtube to start calling me right they're gonna (laughs) verify where's that partner deal where's my check mark by my name on twitter damn it (laughs) i've made it awesome well thank you so much thank you thank you Thanks for listening to Guilty Treasures. You can follow us on Twitter at TreasuresCast. If you have questions or comments, you can hit us up there or at our email, guiltytreasurescast at gmail.com, or link us to your vlog about it. Slapstick comedy is a bonus. If you have a moment, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And if you like the show, tell a friend. Or if you didn't like the show, leave us a comment on our YouTube video. But it'll have to be someone else's, because this is a podcast. Until next time, let the dragon in your heart be happy. (laughs) 